Hello everyone, all my beautiful beans, and welcome to the first episode of the year. And this one is a little bit late if you follow me on Instagram or if you are on my Facebook group, you would know that I didn't release this the first episode when it was supposed to come out on Monday because good times, I got COVID and I am isolating. So if I sound a bit nasally, that is the reason. Um, yeah, and I literally, so I got it. Um, I started feeling a bit off on Saturday night and then on Sunday Tyrone and I went and got tested and then of course we were told to isolate until we get our results back and then we actually got our results back a lot faster than a lot of people because so many people are going at the moment to get tested but we got ours back in 24 hours and we were positive so we are isolating for seven days in total and I... For the first two days, it was not really a good time. And now I'm already starting to feel better. I'm just still a bit congested, but it's really not that bad. Also, I didn't want to make most of this episode about like COVID, having COVID and all that shit because like I personally feel like we are just bombarded with information about COVID all the time. It's just in the news, on the social media, all of that, that the last thing I wanted to do was like yet another COVID-themed podcast. Like nothing wrong with it, but I personally have like – I'm saturated with this fucking content. So I'm like let's just, you know, talk about it, explain why I'm late with the episode and then move on. Um, Also, call me weird, but when I'm watching something fiction, for example – The new Sex in the City, if anyone's watched that. I've got so many comments to make about that, but the one that I'm going to make that's relevant. When I was watching it, I actually got weirdly like, oh, when they mentioned the pandemic in Sex in the City. And I don't know why. I think it's like, I think when I'm wanting to just switch off and watch fiction, I kind of don't want to be yet again reminded of the pandemic. It's like, it's so in my face all the time. And the last thing I want to do is when I'm switching off, watching fiction for it to just be reminded, like spoken about again. It's just fucking everywhere. That's just my fucking personal um, opinion on that. So don't at me on that. And you guys know, I don't, I rarely even watch the news. I read it, but I don't even like to listen to the news. Um, That's how much I hate being bombarded with the same fucking shit again and again. Anyway, onto something a bit more positive, like way more positive. Let's get onto the topic of today's um, um, podcast. Sorry, I'm just a little bit scat, but anyway, let's just continue. Let's get onto the topic of today's podcast, which is constructing proper goals for the year. Now, I am talking about doing it for the year because obviously it's the start of the year. It is the time where most people are going to start setting goals. They're going to have these quote unquote resolutions that they want to put into place. But at the same time, this episode can apply at any time that you're looking to restructure, set some big goals, make some big changes in your life. It's, it's, it's got nothing to do with it being the start of the year. This is just the time where most people happen to make some big changes and big goals. And I mentioned this in my last episode, but I'm all for making changes whenever you are ready to do so, or even when you're not ready. I don't think you have to wait for the Monday or the start of the month or the start of the year. But having said that, the start of the year, I do believe, is always a good time to do it because it is a bit of a reset. Most people get time off. There's that kind of the holidays in between. (coughs) Excuse me. There's the holidays in between. There's, um, you know, you're seeing all your family. For me personally, I mentally switch off all my work. So I actually enjoy to take that that time to regroup and then re-approach the year with fresh eyes. And often in those two weeks that I have – where I'm not really working, I'm able to realise what it is that I miss, what it is that annoyed me the most that I want to do less of. So I actually don't think it's so bad to be setting new goals at the start of the year. So for me, it actually is a great time to reassess, re 
weight and then hit the ground running again. So I've got five points that we're going to work through and yeah, write it down or listen to the whole thing and then write down what you thought was relevant and then work through it yourself. But also, if you haven't already listened to the most recent episode that came out, the last one of 2021, please go and listen to that because I think it's really important to do the work through that episode for the work in this episode to kind of shine through and be um, most useful to you. I think it actually will make a really big difference. So please, for your sake, go and do that as well. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do, the number one point, the number one um, task I've got for you is to lay out everything it is everything that you want to do, that you want to have or that you want to achieve in the next year, in the next month, in the next whatever. It doesn't have to be just for the year, okay? Write it all down. And what I really want you to look at, once you've got it all down, written down in a list, get it all out. I don't care what it is. You could, you could put it in categories. You could put um, personal goals as, as far as like health um, skills that you want to learn. You could put financial goals, career goals, relationship goals, whatever you want, but write everything down. Now, I want you to look at the ones that are repetitive. And by repetitive, I mean, which goals have you said many times that you want to do it and you've set it as your New Year's resolution for years and years in a row, or you've set it every single month, but it's just never actually happened. So a prime one would be someone saying, um, I want to cut out sugar. Okay. And you hear, and I'm just using this as an example, because I know many people that have said this repeatedly for years and years and years. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to stop eating sugar. I'm going to cut out sugar. But they never actually do it. So it's like those kind of goals. I'm not saying that you can't do it and I'm not saying eliminate them, but identify the repetitive goals. Because a lot of people have this recurring goal for decades and decades. And it could be on anything. It could be personal, career, relationship. I don't care what it is, but so many people have them. And it's fine to have that goal and to have that want and to want to try every single year. But if you can identify that it's not working, whatever tactic you think you have, which you clearly don't have because it's not worked or you've not been able to put it into fruition, whatever tactic, it's not working for you. And that needs to be changed. Your quote-unquote tactic is useless or redundant and it's just not working for you, okay? So I don't want you to have the same goal and go about it in the same way because it obviously did not work for you in the past. So why would you use the same tactic again, okay? So same goal, that's fine. Same tactic, that's not fine. What I want you to think about, we're not going to touch on it now. You can kind of circle back at the end of the episode, but I want you to have in your mind, what are you going to do differently, around that goal because cool to keep the goal but shit has got to change and if you're not willing to do something differently cut that goal out altogether because none of your actions in the past have made it work if you're not willing to do anything differently fucking forget about it because nothing's going to change for you okay you have to be willing to shake it up and do something differently if you are willing then just have in the back of your mind the question circulating saying what am I going to do differently How am I going to approach this? What new tactics can I put into place? Okay. Now you're going to actually get a lot of these ideas as you go through the next few points. Okay. But now you've got your list. We've got that big list. Some of them are the repetitive ones, put a little star next to them. And then the rest of them we're just looking at. Okay. Number two, the next thing we're going to do is I want you to, all the, all the ones, including the repetitive ones, every single goal you've got, I want you to allocate them into one of two different categories. Okay. One category, category A, is going to be lifestyle goals and category B is going to be milestone goals or achievement goals. Let's call it milestone goals, okay? 
So one is a lifestyle change. It's something that you're going to implement into your life and it's going to become a part of you. You are now raising your standard of living or what you consider to be you know, the bare minimum for yourself and it's now a part of what you do. For example, you are someone that brushes your teeth every single day. If you brush your teeth every single day, that's just part of your standard of living, okay? Some people, weirdly enough, do not brush their teeth every single day, okay? And that might be a goal for them, right? You could be, I drink two litres of water every single day and I don't even notice it, but you would notice it if you stopped doing it. Do you know what I mean? So, I know... For some goals, it might be so tiny, but for some goals, it's going to be a lot bigger. Like I want to be waking up at five o'clock every morning. And that's something probably a lot bigger for you that you really need to, you know, put in the effort to make it happen. Okay. But that's what I mean about a lifestyle goal. It's a lifestyle change. It's a permanent change that occurs forever. A milestone goal is going to be something different. So for example, waking up at five o'clock every morning, lifestyle goal. Finishing your degree is a milestone goal. Learning a language, I would consider that to be more so a lifestyle goal as it's kind of like a skill that you're always working on for the rest of your life and it's not like – it's kind of like a never-ending journey in a good way. So I would say learning a language is more more so a lifestyle goal. Getting a new job or a promotion, that is a milestone goal. Now, losing weight is a lifestyle goal. Everyone – well, not everyone. A lot of people get this one wrong. A lot of people think that losing weight – is a milestone goal and that's where they fuck it up. They think, I need to get to this point no matter what, at all cost, I'm going to fucking get here and then, okay, I've gotten here, now what? And that's the problem. I'm going to very quickly describe the difference between milestone and lifestyle as far as how you approach it, okay? Because there's a massive difference between the two. And if you put one in the milestone goal when it's supposed to be in the lifestyle goal, then you are telling yourself this is temporary or this is something that I need to work really hard on for a little bit. I need to push through the pain and just make it to the finish line. And if you do it with weight, if you do it with any sort of health, quote-unquote health regime – then it's not going to work for you and it's never going to be a long-term thing. And that's what happens with people that yo-yo diet or go on these like weird health crazes that never actually stick to it, okay? A milestone goal is a temporary thing in your life. You are doing it this one time, okay? It's this idea of I don't ever have to do this again or I don't have to do this for a while. So it means possibly stretching yourself really thin and having no free time or being a bit stressed in order to get something done. So I'm going to use, for example, a degree or a PhD or a course or whatever it is that you're doing. In this scenario, you don't want your life to always be that hectic and that difficult and that stretched out with no free time and, and, you know, and that amount of stress. But you're willing to put up with it because, A, there's a great outcome that you get out of it and that outcome is quite permanent. Like you get the degree and you've got that degree for the rest of your life um, or that job and you've got it for a long time so it was worth doing all the work in the application or whatever. Um, And the finish line is there. You can kind of see the finish line and the reward is worth it. You know that it's not forever. You don't have to keep that level of action or, or intensity in your life up. So it is okay to stretch yourself thin for that time period because it's not a representation of the rest of your life, okay? So that is what, how you've got to look at it when you look at your goals. If you then decide to put weight loss into that category, then what is that saying? Oh, I'm willing to make my life really uncomfortable for this short amount of time until I hit that goal, um, you know, and I'm willing to sacrifice all this shit because I know it's not permanent. I normally like balance in my life, but this time I don't need it. Then what are you saying? You're saying that 
eating that certain way or exercising that certain way is not natural to you. It's an extra effort in your life in order to achieve this. And once you've achieved it, you can then relax. That's wrong. And you don't want to approach anything weight loss or health or fitness or whatever the fuck you want to call it related. You don't want to approach it that way. Okay. For example, people wanting to lose weight for a wedding (coughs) and starving themselves, that's using weight weight loss as a milestone goal and you're always going to end up back where you started if not worse because of fatigue or exhaustion or just purely absolutely hating what you just went through because it was so intense and the deadline was way too close and you just like ruined it for yourself and then the chances of you doing it again get harder and harder and harder because you just associate that goal with failure when you could turn it around and be something completely different. Now, For the things in the lifestyle category, I want you to look at it and ask yourself, am I willing to do this for the foreseeable future? Potentially forever, but let's just say, am I willing to make this a permanent change in my life at least for the next couple of years? Am I willing to make this a part of me, kind of a non-negotiable, raise my standard, that's just how my life is, ongoing, consistently, without this big win at the end? Am I willing to feel this way and do it for the feeling, okay? Um, it's not something that you sometimes do, it's something that you always do. If the answer is no, it's either because it's actually supposed to be a milestone goal or it's because what you're trying to do is not conducive to a lifestyle that you're wanting to live. Again, going back to the weight loss example, if you're someone that's like, I'm going to fucking just eat green veggies and chicken and nothing else for the next, you know, X amount of time, if you were to ask yourself, is this something that I could do for the rest of my life or is this something I could do for the next three years? Everyone's going to say no to that, obviously. So then you think, well, if I can't do it for the next two years, then what is that saying about the results? It's saying that the results are also going to be very short-lived. So that is what I mean. Go through that list and cha- and put it into categories. Is this a milestone goal? Is this a lifestyle goal? Because if something is a lifestyle goal, something that you want to achieve and sustain through your actions forever, then you're probably going to approach those goals differently to the milestone goals, okay? Now, the next point is number three. I want you to look at how you are measuring these goals, okay? For example, if you say this year I want to make more money, what do you mean by I want to make more money? Firstly, how much more money do you want to make? Do you want to earn that money through an exchange of your skills? Do you want this to be money that you've earned through your job? Do you want it to be attached to your purpose or do you not mind it just being a side gig for an extra amount of money each week? Like get clear on it, you know, how much money would you ideally like? I mean, we'd all like to win the lottery, whatever, but ideally look at the lifestyle that you want to have and ask yourself, why do I want this lifestyle? And then say, what money would I be happy making in the next year, six months, whatever, and then decide, is it just the cash that I want to make that money? So could I get a side job and make that money? And that might be your answer and that's fantastic. You know what you need to do. Or you could be like, no, I want to make this money doing what I love. I want to make this money with this fucking side hustle that I've been working my ass off for but haven't really launched it yet. So get clear on A, how much money and B, where that money ideally is kind of coming from. Is it a career thing? Is it just a side job thing? Is it whatever? But start to get clear on it, okay? And I'm not saying you've got to get super, super clear and then like cock block yourself from opportunities, but kind of have an idea of is it a career thing? Is it whatever, you know? Do you want it to be able, if it's a career thing, is it something that you can then possibly grow and multiply in the future or not? Just get clear. Now, if you say, I want to be healthier, identify what does healthy look like to you 
For some people, it's a bit of everything in balance. You know, they can have a bit of everything, not really cutting anything out. But the main thing is having like a peaceful mind and never being stressed. For other people, it's no sugar, no alcohol, no drugs, not putting anything in their body that might be remotely toxic but they might stress all the fucking time but they still consider that to be healthy you know and for some people it might be something completely different but you have to define what healthy is and get clear on what healthy is because you might be like I want to be healthier the fuck does that mean if you if you never eat fruit and then you eat one apple a day that's healthier but you might not you know change in any way just by eating eating a fucking apple every day do you know what I mean so what is healthy okay so now that we're working on defining it let's look at um how we word the goals a little bit differently. So if your resolution is I want to be fit, you could break it down in a couple of different options. So for example, you could say, instead of saying I want to be fit, you could say I want to dedicate an hour every day to move my body. So that way it could be yoga, walking, weights, whatever. Or I want to be in the gym four times per week because I know that every time I leave the gym, I feel really good. So four times a week, that's how I'm defining fit, for example. Or you could actually have a measurable outcome instead. So you could say, um, I want to be able to deadlift 80 kilos and I want to work towards that. Or I want to do 10 full body push-ups because every time I achieve something, I feel I've grown and no one can take that away from me. It's something that I've earned physically, okay? Now, probably one of the most common goals that people have, especially in New Year's, is weight loss. So I'm going to give that as an example again because I know that a lot of people feel this way. If you want to lose weight, I want you to try and find a reason for losing weight that makes you feel good every day, okay? I don't want the reason for you losing weight, especially for you to remind yourself of this every day because it's so mean to yourself, is for you to be like, I want to look like the people that I compare myself to. I want to look like the people that when I think about it, when I compare myself to, I feel insecure, you know? That's a terrible reason because you've got to always attach your goal to a feeling. And if your feeling is insecure and if your feeling is down, then you're going to attach this goal to feeling shit about yourself. And that's really a, a – that's awful for you and, f- you know, it's and for your mental health and for your self-love. It's not nice. And B, it's setting yourself up to fail because it's just such an unpleasant environment to be in. And when you think about it, you feel bad about yourself and it's kind of this vicious circle. So I want you to turn that around for yourself and make it something that you feel good about. So you can still have the goal of weight loss, but I, I personally like to have goals where weight loss is just a positive side effect. So exercise goals, eating goals, um, moving, finding ways that you can move your body, but separate to all of that, because I've spoken about this a million times, but let's push that aside. I want you to think about a way that, the thought of losing weight is attached to you feeling good. So for example, you might think I want to look a certain way and that's fine. That might be the case, but let's move into how you want to feel because you can start feeling that way before you've achieved the end result. And that feeling is going to keep propelling you to keep going. For example, I want to lose 20 kilos you might then think I'm only going to be happy when I've lost the 20 kilos. But why don't you think I want to feel elated after I train? That's it. That is the goal. I want to feel elated after I train. So you find a training that works really well for you. You go to Reformer Pilates, you go to CrossFit, you go to whatever it is and you find something that when you leave, you're like, fuck, that feels good. Bang, there you've, you've got a win now. You've now attached a win to every time you work on that goal because you have attached the goal to a feeling. So you're still working toward your overall goal of however much weight you want to lose. 
But because you've got all these mini goals that you're working on, which is feeling good every time you work on it, then by the time you reach that milestone, you probably won't even notice it because your goals would have evolved by then. By the time you're at that point where you've like, okay, I've lost the 20 kilos, you're not even thinking about that now. You're thinking, am I going to be um, doing this class now or this class? Am I going to be going into the advanced class or am I going to be lifting this kind of weight or am I going to be your goals would have totally evolved because who you are and what you value, even though you've you've reached that actual original goal, you've evolved so much since then, okay? And it's quite an amazing feeling. So I want you to focus on a goal that makes you feel good when you think about it. Don't attach a goal to, I've, I hate my body, this is why I'm doing it. I'm here to punish my body, I need to, like, do not do that because it's going to end badly for you, Okay. Like you might want to feel more energetic and the same tools that you use to lose weight are going to be the same tools or might be the same tools that that will make you feel energetic, okay? Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Now, let's look at another example. Let's say that your goal is to launch a podcast and not just launch it, but you want to make it your full-time gig, okay? You want to earn a full-time living off it. If your focus is the money that you're going to make off it, then the only time that you're going to enjoy it or feel like feel fulfilled by it or feel that you've completed something or this milestone that you've hit is when you're making enough money or, or when, when the podcast is big enough, that it's getting enough downloads to be able to run big enough ads to pay you that money to live that lifestyle that you want to live. That's a fucking journey, right? And you're looking at this as a milestone goal. When you're looking at something like a podcast, right, or a business that you're launching, there might be many milestones on, along the way for sure, but that... I would consider it to be a lifestyle goal, okay? Because if you only feel that you've made it once you make the money, then how are you going to make this a long-term thing? And how are you going to put what you want in into it and make it work? Like you want to feel a feeling of fulfillment every time an episode goes live. So you've got to search for that. You can't be, I'm, I'm just throwing out all these fucking episodes until I can make it big enough because that's not a fucking authentic, especially with podcasting or I would imagine with YouTubing or with a lot of blogging or vlogging or Instagram, okay? If you're trying to make it in that industry. So the feeling that you're chasing in this scenario is not, I want money, it's fulfillment, okay? So how are you going to achieve fulfillment? Is it creating a feedback group where you've got a community, even if it's of 10 people? Great. Are you connecting with your listeners at the end of every episode? Or are you like being able to connect on social media or your group? Do things that make you want to do it more, okay? There are certain things that people get into like blogging, podcasting, Instagramming, all of that, where their overall goal is too focused on the money. And I'm not saying don't focus on the money. Money is not a bad thing. It's not an evil thing. Fucking go for gold. I love it. Be hungry for it. However, the actual craft, especially if it's something that's kind of artistic or like podcasting or whatever, the actual craft needs to have your soul in it, right? Like your heart and soul in it. So if you can't feel fulfilled after every episode and make it a lifestyle goal instead of a milestone goal, then that is why so many people give up because they're like, this isn't working. But why isn't it working? Is it because money is the outcome or is it because it just doesn't make you happy? And that's what you need to ask yourself because if money is the outcome, then of course it's not fucking working if after one year you're not making an income in your head, right? But if you make fulfillment the outcome, if you make connection the outcome, then you're going to like your fucking personality bleeds through it and that's where people start really connecting. Like when I this podcast, as you guys probably know, I, this is pretty much my full-time gig. I do things on the side, but this is my full-time gig. 
But when I launched it, I had absolutely no idea that that's what it was going to be. No idea. I launched it because I was like, I just need to find a way to talk about the brain, but also be on a stage because I just loved acting and I loved science. And how do I blend the two together? Even though it's not acting, but I kind of loved performing, right? And because I just fucking loved it so much, when I uploaded the first episode, yeah, there were nerves, there was fear, but I was thrilled. And then when you start getting feedback, it's fucking exciting. And who cares if it's 10 people? And if it grows, amazing. But if it doesn't, you can be asking for feedback to help you grow it. Do you know what I'm saying? But long story short, without going on another fucking tangent, what I'm saying is you need to find the feeling of fulfillment in the journey, okay? Otherwise, it's a milestone goal. And for a career and for podcasting or blogging, you want to make it a lifestyle goal, not milestone. Okay, now, next point, number four. I want you to look at your deadlines. Why have you set these deadlines and what is the reason behind the deadline, okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with having a deadline at all and it's perfectly fine if you have a good reason. But for certain goals, deadlines aren't really that necessary. I'm not going to say not that great because I don't think there's a problem having a goal with with certain uh, having a deadline with certain goals, but a lot of goals are kind of a continuum. It's not a deadline, it's something that continues to evolve, so you never really get there because by the time you've gotten there you've already evolved onto the next step. Like health is a big one. Yes, you can have a goal of saying, okay, by this point I want to be doing gym four times a week and whatever. That's fine to have a deadline in that scenario, but I don't like deadlines for weight loss, for example. I hate, I actually hate deadlines for weight loss just because I feel like the pressure is so much on the kilos and the scale and it's like if your lifestyle's evolving the way it should evolve, you're going to hit that target sooner or later. You know, it might take you six months or it might take you three but if your lifestyle has fully changed to the point where you can't fathom going back, then you're going to get there by default. The main thing is your day in day lifestyle that's fulfilling to you, okay? So, Look at your goals. If it's a milestone goal, for sure throw in a deadline, but ask yourself, is this a fair deadline and do I have the capacity and I'd rather be fairer to myself and feel fulfilled reaching that deadline than being really hard on myself and calling myself a failure when I gave myself an unrealistic timeline. But I'd rather you have deadlines with milestone goals and not really strict deadlines with lifestyle goals, okay? You can have mini deadlines here and there, but I'm pretty sure that you get what I'm talking about here. Mini deadlines in the sense that you understand that it's a constant evolution. So there's going to be all these mini, mini um, wins that you're going to have, but you never really get there because by the time, you know, like I said, you're always evolving. So there's no end. There's no end in sight in a good way. So, um, and this is where like habits and rituals fit in really, really well. I, I don't think, I don't think I've done a podcast on habits and rituals. So I feel like maybe that should be my next, (laughs) my next one. I've just written it down now, so I'm going to – I'm just a little bit scat. My sleep hasn't been phenomenal, but look, I'm on the mend, so it's fine. But I'm going to do a little search. If I have not yet done one on habits and rituals, that is coming up. Um, Yeah, but that's where habits and rituals are really going to help you. Instead of focusing on the deadline for lifestyle goals, it's implementing habits and rituals, and you're going to see massive change probably faster than you expected for certain things. Um, or you'll at least start seeing, you might not see where you want to be, but you'll start seeing positive changes quite quickly. And that's very encouraging and it keeps you going. Okay. Um, okay. So, so far we've covered identifying the goal, separating lifestyle goals to milestone goals, um, and deciding should you convert a milestone goal to a lifestyle goal. So it's more attainable for you and it's more like more part of you. Um, and we're looking at how they're measured. Now, the last thing, number five is 
and this is really important, number five is I want you to pick, so you've got the two columns there. You've got your milestone and your lifestyle. I want you to pick the two most important things from lifestyle and the two most important things from milestone. And I want you to put them at the top of the priority list, okay? And that is what your focus is, just those four things. I mean, you can kind of dabble in the other ones, but the f- these four things are non-negotiable. Two milestone, this is for the year or the month, you, 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 like roughly, let's just say for 2022, just for shits and giggles. Two milestone, two lifestyle. Th- there's a reason for this. Ironically, when you do one or two things, or in this case, two in each category, really well, and you pour your heart and soul into it, you level up. And then you unintentionally or subconsciously make the other things work too. Even if it's a little bit later or even if it's at a slightly slower pace. But they start to fall into place because you start to evolve. You raise your standard for living. You start to implement habits a lot better. You're really driven. You've got a fucking vision for yourself. You're feeling fucking good. And when you feel this way everything else starts to fall into place, okay? If you try and nail a million things that you haven't done yet or you failed at previously and then you're trying to like nail this balancing act of your 20 fucking goals that you're trying to do this year, you're going to feel really fucking overwhelmed and you're probably going to have this self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, I knew it was going to fail. Now it's fucking failed. See, I told myself. And then that's why people revert back to their old ways because they've just overwhelmed themselves. It's, It's seldom got to do with their ability a lot of the time the reason why you found yourself back at square one is not because you're a fucking failure and it's not because you weren't capable because every single one of us is capable of putting a habit in place every single one of you listening here is capable of creating a new ritual a new habit getting at least 50 percent towards the goal that you want to have all of you right now where you're sitting with your pen and paper you are capable the reason you haven't done it could be because you've just overwhelmed yourself or the deadline that you gave yourself was so unrealistic or you tried to do 20 things in the space of trying to do two and then you've just felt so down on yourself or you might have beaten up on yourself or your language to yourself might not have been good or the reasons for your goals might have been really um, negative and made yourself feel shit. So every time you sat down to do the goal, you just felt awful so then you didn't have that drive to do it and how all that ties into your neurotransmitters and the science behind all of that. Go listen to the fucking dopamine podcast but it's going to make sense to you. So it might not have been about your ability. So I want you to really know that. It's not about your ability and your resourcefulness it's it's often about how we've structured the goals okay so let's this is a fucking clean slate and I want you to be really nice to yourself it's a clean slate and I want you to focus on the two milestone and the two lifestyle other things I promise you if you do these four well you will notice miraculously although not so much miracle because this is why but other things all the other things in your list will start to slot in and work out because you've leveled up as a person. It's very fucking exciting, okay? But people, you, me, we all have, or we currently are, expect too much from ourselves in the short term. We overwhelm ourselves at the start of the year. That's why people fail. It's not because we're all slobs. It's because we're like, ah, hit the ground, bulls out of the gate, and you're fucking exhausted in 10 days' time. You know, it's too much, okay? Balance is key, guys. Four, four things at the top of the list, okay? You don't want to expect too much from yourself in the short term and then you also don't want to underestimate what you're able to do in the long term, okay? So that 
those are the five things I want you to focus on. Go back to the top of the episode and think about those goals that you can change. Like I said, remember which are the, the recurring goals that keep coming up for you that never really happen. And look at what of those next four points you can actually put into place to make it happen. Guys, that is all for today's episode. Hopefully you found that super helpful or you were able to take one or two, if not all five things from that and you can implement it in your strategizing and goal setting for the year. But of course, remember, you can revert back to this episode at any point. It's got nothing to do with being the start of the year. This is relevant at any point that you're trying to um, start anything new or like reshape or get into like the 2.0 version of yourself okay this can you can revisit this as many times as you want I always encourage you guys you can hit that reset button on your life every fucking day okay don't ever think oh it's too many times don't ever let anyone be like oh you're starting and you go again they can suck your fucking dick or your non-existent dick okay like just just you do you and you can start something again as many times as you want. I just want for your sake, for you to have those goals structured in a way that's going to be beneficial for you. doesn't matter what other people say or think or do around you. Okay. It's all about how you approach this journey. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. Happy new year. And um, yeah, welcome to 2022 of the podcast. I adore you guys so much as always. Um, Thanks for putting up with me and me being one episode down this week because I was um, kind of, yeah, in a fucking state. (coughs) But we're back. We're back stronger than ever. And, um, yeah, so, guys, please keep sharing the podcast episodes um, on – to all your friends, to your family on Instagram. I love it when you guys tag me um, and sh- and share the podcast on your Instagram. I really appreciate that. I love you guys so much. Um, apologies for the cough and the croakiness, but yeah, I'm thrilled that I got this episode down because I was really excited to get this one down. Um, big love to all my beans around the world, in all the countries around the world. I haven't done my little list this, this week, but I will get back into doing that list next week. Thank you so much. Big love to my beans. Remember, be kind to yourself. Um, Be kind to your brains. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke.